really cool. I love those use cases that you just alluded to um, with Pundi. So uh, that's awesome. We have the, the chief ecosystem officer here with Pundi. I'd love it if you could speak on how you're helping or what, what the strategy is with Pundi to grow the Pundi ecosystem. What are you guys targeting? Um, what type of utility? How is Tron, the Tron network benefiting that? Uh, I would love it if you could touch up on that and kind of the goals that you guys have and where Tron fits in there. Right. Um, so so for the uh, product roadmap, uh, we have a very simple philosophy, which is that uh, we really listen to what uh, the merchants and also our franchisees uh, want us to improve because they are the people in the front line and they encounter all kinds of challenges. And it's the best way for us to improve our technology. So in the future, uh, we will actually really tackle uh, some major issues uh, such as uh, the Bitcoin managed support. And uh, for this, there are a lot of people provide this solution. And uh, I believe um, many of them, they provide Lightning Network, but uh, there are also a lot of failure of the transactions. So uh, so this is something that we want to work on to really make uh, Bitcoin mainnet uh, really support it. And also uh, we're looking into, there are some circumstances that um, when people uh, pay uh, in the retail space, they uh, sometimes with the, a uh, larger amount, and um, and they might encounter some uh, challenges. And there, we're offering, we will be offering at the point of sales, a uh, for example, like a email that uh, email payment, so that the merchant can create a uh, invoice directly from the POS, and then the customer can either pay later uh, or. Uh, pay through a um, in a later time so that uh, the transaction can be completed as well because um, at the retail space sometimes uh, you may not get ready I mean the technology is still nascent so uh, but a lot of people want to pay with crypto so we're also working on that and and also there are uh, a lot of chains that uh, in in the market and for the uh, Tron network, we want to uh, support a lot of uh, different way to use Tron network to to pay or to get uh, tokens um, through Tron network. And I understand that uh, their uh, Tron network have staking system, and uh, we are hoping to uh, offer to look into this staking system and then how how we can benefit. Uh, our merchants in there and but for the exact details we're still looking into into uh, how we can do it either uh, we can um, actually waive the transaction fees through this staking or there are different usage uh, we will uh, work together with Trump team to to look into that and also uh, as Zach said that we we're actually looking to the support more support for the uh, trunk link wallet and um, and hopefully we can get uh, our the PS card which is uh, the hardware wallet to interact more uh, with a Tron ecosystem so 
this is something that uh, we are looking into future. I feel like I, I'm revealing a lot of uh, our our task in our pipeline, and but um, hopefully that we will be able to deliver um, in time in the future. Yeah. Really awesome, really awesome. Um, looks like Steven has his hand raised if you want to come in. Yeah, thank you, Sam. So, you know, it's, it's kind of a hard concept to, to wrap in, but, you know, one of the main reasons I love Pundi is that connection with the, the Web 2 to, to Web 3. So, you know, as we talk as a community uh, lead and working with communities, we're, we're trying to onboard more people into cryptocurrency. So as we look forward, you know, we've had 10 years in the industry. As we look forward to the next 10, how do we get the next billion people into cryptocurrency? How do we get them using the wallets, spending their cryptocurrency in real world uh, use cases? And a company like Bundy is, is how we're getting there. You know, there are a lot of ways that they're connecting Web 2 to Web 3, but just even hearing on the space, you know, the USDT verification that Pico just talked about to make sure you're actually getting real USDT at the merchant level, receipts with important tax data, you know, the, the actual brick and mortar stores. These are things that are going to connect the traditional Web 2 life that, you know, we've been used to for how many years, and it's going to connect it with Web 3. And that's, that's really why I love working with you guys. I really love the vision that Pundi's trying to build. Again, you guys are really connecting the old traditional Web 2 life with Web 3, and I, I just can't wait to see what you guys continue to build. Lovely, lovely. Now, for, for the PundiX team, I have a, a fun little question. Um, and this may seem like an ignorant one or a very, very simple one to answer, but, you know, why use crypto? You know, the space of the, the title of the Twitter space, or the X space, I should say, is Imagine the World is Your Marketplace. Uh, but the world is kind of already a lot of people's marketplaces, or at least in the United States and other areas. Um, just go on Amazon, buy anything you want. So why crypto? Why, why would somebody utilize cryptocurrency to make transactions? Why should they use Pundi? Can you kind of just touch up on the utility there? If there is any, I'd love it if you guys can uh, add that. Right. So Sam, I think you asked a very simple, but very, very fundamental and very important question, right? How can we imagine the world as our marketplace? And so many of us here that are listening are already super crypto native, right? I believe some don't even use much of their bank account. They live on crypto. And whenever they need or whenever we need, we just transfer our crypto to our bank account and then spend whatever we need. The reality is that the world is the other way around, whereby most of people's assets are in a bank account. And even worse, not in a bank account, which means that they are actually holding pieces of paper and they are possibly keeping it in a biscuitine box in their closet. That's the truth. Um, maybe not in some countries, but definitely in others. And I think these are the people that we need to onboard. These are the next billion people that we need to onboard to get them into crypto through what we might think is extraordinary means, a different means, not through the typical means that we know, but actually through a brick and mortar store, whereby sometimes they buy their coffee and together with the coffee, hey, you know, I've heard so much about Tron maybe I can actually buy it in this convenience store. And to them, the card that they take back is actually the crypto that they hold 
for the first time. And I think because of that, um, the project that Pundiax is working on to tackle this space and the blockchain that we are working closely with, I think will really benefit because we are onboarding the next billion. I mean, how many crypto guys are really there in the space? Maybe 50 million, maybe 100 million, but we need to onboard the next 100 million or the next billion. So I think um, it's a very special project. And I think um, the reason why our longevity, Pundiax longevity in the space is also attributed to the special thing that we do. I think it carries a very special meaning in the space. I mean, not to not to sort of like, you know, uh, talk bad about other projects, but I think we are on a very um, uh, noble mission to really get people on board. So I think that's very, very true. And honestly, I think the government is also trying to get on board. Whoever that really deploys CBDC first will be the one that rise up. So I think CBDC needs the last mile to on and off ramp. So not to disclose too much, but I think um, maybe the next big project that you see coming up from Pundiax is a national level project. Yeah. NFA, we do have a token, but NFA, um, that's where we are uh, focusing on. Yeah. That is really exciting stuff. Absolutely. At the national level. Um, really, really exciting. Um, before I proceed with this next question, um, to anyone new who's come in, please make sure to follow Tron. Make sure to follow Pundi on Twitter. Uh, make sure to check out the pinned tweet. Give a like, retweet, and comment any questions you guys have on the Twitter space. I will be looking through them to see if there's any really awesome comments or questions that I can uh, send over to our speakers. Um, so back to what you were saying, Zach. There was a lot there. Um, onboarding the next billion, five billion, however many billion people. And sometimes it feels like there's only 12 people in Web3, uh, just sometimes going through X, um, Twitter. It really feels like there's a, a small amount of people. Um, so there's a lot of growth that can that can be attributed. But how is Pundi helping to onboard these people? Now, you've mentioned other aspects of brick and mortar stores, but not everybody has access or the convenience to want to walk over to a brick and mortar store or remember a 24 seat, 24 word seed phrase. Some of them would rather just keep cash under their bed and call it a day. So how is Pundi helping to uh, potentially make that more accessible and easy? And how is the Tron network as well potentially making that easier for you guys to onboard that next 1 billion people over the next decade, 20 years, whatever it may be? Right. So I think, uh, Sam, one thing that is um, that, that we learned in Pundex is that the Web3 guys, you know, the 12 guys or more, and the group of people that goes to Brick and Mortar are really very different people, right? So the Brick and Mortar guys, um, or rather the person that goes to a Pundi X exchange store to acquire crypto have different concern and they care for different things. And one thing is that they want the reception when they receive a crypto to be really fast. Right. This is one thing. The second thing is that they want it to be really, really cheap. So if they are buying, say, some people for the first time, $10 just to try out, they don't want to be paying $5 for the transaction fee. They want it to be cheap, almost zero fees and really, really fast. So I think that actually applies to why 
as um, you know, uh, Zion Hakan have said, so many people using Tron. And throughout the past four months, we have seen over 47% increase in the usage of Tron network. So I think that kind of like connects the Punyax project to Tron very closely because ultimately the brick and mortar people that visit the store are really concerned about like very practical reasons. Um, so that I think that also chimes in really well into the usage. And another one is that um, a lot of people are there to actually exchange stable coins. So I think uh, stable coin is a big piece of, of Tron's uh, philosophy. So I think that is a very kind of like natural thing that connects us together, both of the projects. And what do you guys think people are doing with these cryptocurrencies as well? Do you think they're doing these exchanges to hold the crypto for like, maybe probably not um, just speculation, but obviously maybe spending in the local area or the region. Do you guys have any insight on that and how crypto is being used for everyday transactions? Sure. So I think um, there are different countries with different use cases. Obviously, Singapore's is very different from Turkey. And Turkey is like really going through a very high growth. Uh, Hakan can actually elaborate more on that. And I think the reason why Turkey has such an explosive growth, uh, apart from 15 million foreigners in the country is because of the fiat currency itself. We all know what's going on with Turkish lira. And if I am an average salary man in Turkey, it is a no-brainer to hedge my position. So what better hedge than to go into crypto? Yeah. I think maybe Hakan can share with us more, like, you know, on, on, the, on, the, on the ground. Uh, thank you, Zach. Actually, uh, I want to add something as to why people choose cryptocurrency. Uh, I think uh, cryptocurrency is a freedom. It's a, like a cash uh, in your pocket. A cash in your pocket is a freedom. And uh, uh, cryptocurrency in your wallet is freedom too. You cannot compare cryptocurrencies with the CBDCs uh, because, you know, it's a CBDC is, uh, it will be a, like hybrid blockchain uh, validated by the banks and the central banks, you know, uh, it will, you know, uh, government actually will see, uh, will, will know where did you spend your money. So uh, why people, uh, I am talking with the uh, innovation teams of the banks and the fintechs, uh, fintech sites or, and also uh, with the regulators in Turkey. So there is no regulation for, uh, for crypto, uh, cryptocurrency payment providers or or the central exchanges or the physical points right now. Uh, the, the the biggest thing uh, why the ecosystem is growing, okay, it's in the gray area and people uh, people living in the Turkey or foreigners, you know, uh, somehow they had to transfer their money or uh, some A point to B point. In Dubai, same. In Middle East, same. Or in the Central Asia, same. Actually, there's a regulation in Dubai too, but uh, the biggest point uh, here, uh, somehow, maybe uh, after the regulations, uh, uh, government is going to regulate the stable coins too. And maybe banks will open uh, uh, Tether accounts and uh, all the merchants uh, which are accepting crypto payments, 
we're, we're going to open Tether accounts and convert their USDT to fiat currency easily. So what we are accepting is that, you know, a cryptocurrency and the real world uh, has to uh, become, uh, you know, more related. Uh, right now, there is a growing area uh, in the field every, everywhere, in the, every world, uh, but regulations is really important for all of us. Love it. That's a, that's a really good thought there. And um, Zan, if you have anything that you wanted to add as well um, regarding the, the current conversation, feel free to speak up or Pico, if you had anything you wanted to add. Uh, well, I just want to uh, end on this note uh, that uh, cryptocurrencies are really, you know, are here to stay. They are not going anywhere. And CBDCs, on the other hand, you know, just like fiat and gold have existed, CBDCs and cryptos both gonna exist side by side and, you know, people gonna choose what they want to use. So, again, uh, and coming back to the point where uh, we were discussing about the, uh, you know, adoption in Turkey especially, uh, as a foreigner, as Hakan mentioned before, I am not a Turkish citizen. I am a foreigner living in Turkey. So what I have observed as my experience here, that since the time I came here and up till now in last two years, uh, my wealth in Turkish lira have depreciated <laughs> considerably, you know. So uh, I prefer to hold Dogecoin rather than Turkish Lira in my hands. <laughs> so, and that's not only me, that's, you know, the general sentiment out there in the society. People have sort of lost the faith in Turkish Lira and have migrated to either gold or either cryptocurrency. So, yeah, that is why it's, uh, uh, it's a very ripe ground for crypto adoption at the moment. Really nice insight there. Um, and to that point, for the Pundi team, what is the ultimate vision that Pundi wants to provide, um, not just in Turkey, but all across the world? And then, of course, I keep bringing it back to the Tron network. But how is the Tron network helping you guys achieve that? Would love if you guys can kind of touch up on that and what the future plans are. I know you talked about potential national partnership, which would be awesome. Um, if you guys want to provide more insight on that, that'd be great. If not, it's completely fine, but would love it if you guys can touch up on those points as to what the vision looks like for Pundi in the next three, five years um, with uh, transactions and whatnot. Right. Um, I, I think I can uh, tap into this topic and then if um, there's more that Zach can add on. Um, there's one very special point about uh, XPOS, which is the point of sales platform that we have, is that we are helping the merchants to avoid the volatility um, in the crypto price. For example, if you um, spend your uh, Bitcoin, the merchant will, we will help the merchant instantly convert it into the USDT. So that's why we need Tron uh, Network to offer a very speedy and also low cost uh, solutions for our merchants because once those the merchants they get USDT, they will uh, eventually to uh, transfer this USDT 
to uh to do whatever they need to either to come convert it into a fiat or to do more uh with this usdt and tron network will help them to transfer at a very low cost and in a very very speedy way so this is one so um in our uh, mission is always that we want to have people to use crypto in a very easy way and like a no-brainer and it won't it won't be a very tough uh, for consumer to use for for example uh, we are we started off as a custodial system and then to try to solve uh, the Bitcoin um, transaction speed and uh, and high cost issues. And then we found that uh, after uh, the time has been involved and then the, and people, more and more people look into the whole crypto um, actually in their own wallet. They, uh, because of FTX um, and also Celsius, they lost the phase of centralized exchange or centralized custodial service. So we are also to actually um, look into how we can support more third-party wallet to integrate more blockchain. So Chang blockchain is actually by demand. Um, a lot of user actually ask for uh, transacting on, on the Trump blockchain. And then we find the benefits on that. And then it's actually making Pundiex uh, transaction volume go skyrock uh, in this year, even though it's a high, uh, it's a bear market. So uh, I, I would, I like, I would actually like to thank Strong Network actually built a very good infrastructure and to facilitate very uh, easy and fast uh, crypto transactions. So. So in the future, I believe that uh, we will uh, look into more uh, initiative with uh, Tron Network and then to see how we can work together to bring more uh, real-world use cases to uh, to the users, uh, especially to to the normal user mass market. Uh, how what what they need what they need because they they are when they are using the blockchain network, they hold their tokens inside their own private wallet and uh, this is the step that we should go into so we are hoping to make those things happen in the future love it love it and, and you touched up on the the consumers and wanting to make it really easy for them to uh, get into crypto but what does uh what does the average consumer look like i mean what's their reaction to stepping into a pundi store are they like astonished by all the lights and the uh, the moving numbers or whatever it may be in these Pundi stores, or are there some like protests against it? I know there was like a lot of those protests tend to be kind of funny and more satire, but have you, do you guys have any funny stories or interesting stories that happen at a Pundi store where somebody came in and just kind of yelled at you guys? Would love it if you guys can touch up on that or if, what that experience looks like. I think uh, Zayn could have some stories because he's operating the store. Uh, Zayn, would you like to tell anything? Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, I, I mean, I come in contact with the 
you know lot of different characters every day <laughs> but uh, nobody have yelled at me up till now or nobody have you know come and showed me sort of uh, anger or anything like that most of the time people are coming and they are curious about what bitcoin is how you know they can step into it and most of the time we are helping them out with the you know uh, with what we can and we always advise them to invest what they afford to lose in the beginning so but yeah i mean people are always they are eager uh, to learn more about bitcoin uh, once it happened very recently uh, a lady came to my store she was uh, like in her 70s very old with her son and uh, she came to the store and very secretly she opened a small wallet and uh, she took out Uh, a gold coin that was that had bit B engraved on it that is like a you know a show piece that you get from the market so she came and secretly she took it out and she said i want to sell this bitcoin i got it on my son's marriage and uh, you know <laughs> i was uh, i was also thinking like how to turn this lady down and tell her that this is not a real bitcoin she had high hopes and i i was very you know sad to break the news that this is not the real bitcoin that i can you know in cash it for 25000 then i told her i tried to educate her son also that this is not what you know you are looking to sell you can easily find this for 100 lira in grand bazaar so they were very disappointed in it but again you know somebody had to bite the bullet <laughs> so yeah this keeps on happening on on na- every now and then uh, somebody comes with a really funny thing or you know that we hate to break his heart yeah. sometimes people are coming with lot of you know uh, shit coins and they can see that the value is too high the scam coins on trust wallet and then when we try to turn them down that we do not exchange them they cannot be exchanged they get very heartbroken from crypto <laughs> Yeah, I bet. I bet. So this this uh, old lady came in with it was a gold coin. I mean, do you guys ever anticipate um, maybe accepting commodities for transfer to crypto? I'm just curious as to the flexibility that of the technology you guys are creating, what that looks like. Uh, actually, it wasn't a gold coin itself. It was just a replica of a gold coin engraved with B. So uh, it wasn't a gold itself. <laughs> I think our our vision is that we want to be able to accept anything as long as compliance allow. So we are technology agnostic, we are token agnostic. We accept Pundex token, we accept USDT Tron and we we accept many many dozens of tokens in and out. So I think that is our vision to be able to be as open as possible. So I think um the idea of accepting commodities is something that we have definitely thought about in fact including RWA how do we include real world asset into expos into Pundex exchange store. So a while ago we actually mentioned South Africa and Africa as a whole has a pretty interesting uh good appetite for gold dinner and we have we are working with south africa's biggest gold chain store so they own the biggest 
chain store of physical gold store. And one of the requests that they have asked is that can their user actually go to their store and for the first time not acquire a physical gold dinar, but actually acquire a digital gold coin. So that is also a commodity that is also an RWA. And I think this is something that is going to explode and we want to be as compliant as possible. So once we are allowed to do that, I think the floodgates will really open up. Definitely. And speaking on RWAs, for anyone who doesn't know, that stands for real world assets. So a real world asset that's backed or it's embedded on the blockchain. So it's more accessible. It's more transparent. You can see what's happening with real world assets. Um, what does that timeline look like for Poondx to eventually incorporate real world assets? And as you guys know, that the Tron network, we have a large amount of token value locked and a large presence that we've just started to introduce into the RWA space. We have a lot of research reports that have gone out about it. So would love to hear about what that timeline looks like and how RWAs can help um, provide a solution to problems such as inaccessibility and a lack of transparency for a lot of assets. Right. So there are many different RWAs that we are exploring in different jurisdictions and for the gold coin, we are actually working with one of the biggest digital gold provider, if not the biggest. So I guess you guys know who they are. Um, and we are looking towards rolling up in our store. So people can actually go to Pundix Exchange Store and say, and say, hey, you know, I want to buy a digital gold. So one digital gold equivalent to one real gold. So we are exploring that and regulatory approval once we can do that i think we will be announcing that yeah really awesome really really awesome uh steven did you have anything you wanted to add into this um no i was i wish there was a fire emoji i mean <laughs> that's uh you know i can only put so many hearts in the chat that's uh, you know again like i mentioned the the web 2 to web 3 introducing real world assets uh it, that's a whole new frontier, I feel. But again, you know, Pundi, you guys, you know, Zach, I appreciate the shout out you gave earlier in the in the space. It, it's an honor to work with you guys. And I really feel like innovation and, and being kind of a visionary in the space is something that, that you guys are really embracing. Uh, it, it takes a certain kind of lens to look at, all right, how can we make this the easiest process, not only for our merchants to buy crypto, but for the average user to come into, whether it's a brick and mortar store or a regular store and just use or buy crypto um, again like taking that next step into real world uh, assets that's going to be like i said a new frontier but uh the fact that zach that you're already looking into that just makes me like like again excited i wish i could do more fire emojis in the chat but um yeah i, <laughs> I don't have too much insight on the real world assets at this time so i'll have to I'll have to let it go from there uh, I think for, for us, we got a lot of opportunities for very creative uh, merchants that they would like to uh, either tokenize the real world assets or their um, loyalty points in the store. So uh, we often get the request from those merchants. So uh, we are also like the one to, okay, uh, maybe you should consider uh, Token, tokenizing on which chain, which chain. So 
uh, it's more like an experimental uh, period. Uh, possibly the quant quantity wise will not be big, but uh, they are starting to explore that uh, frontiers. So we are the first, I would very uh, um, dare to say that we are the first to know that what type of uh, uh, tokenized real world assets would be coming from. So, so that we were kind of like looking into different partners to, to work together to deliver. Definitely, definitely. And you mentioned those partners being like gold chain stores, things of that matter. Um, that, that's really, really cool. All right. Well, we've been going on for a good amount of time. Um, again, for anyone who's new, please give Tron Dow a follow on Twitter slash X. I still don't know what to call it. I'm just going to call it Twitter. Calling it X still sounds kind of weird. But make sure to give us a follow, Tron Dow, on Twitter. Make sure to give Pundi X a follow on Twitter or Pundi X a follow on X. Uh, that sounds kind of cooler. Uh, and make sure to check the pinned tweet up above. Make sure to like and retweet it. It shows an actual journey of a really cool guy coming into Pundi X um, in Turkey and what that experience looks like. So make sure to give a like and retweet of that. Make sure to like and retweet this space as well for anybody who missed it. They can always listen to it later or anybody who still wants to listen in. And if you guys have any questions, please feel free to comment down below. I'm going to start looking through it if there's any valuable questions that I can bring up uh, to these speakers and give a little shout out for the person who added it. Uh, but overall, I'm really loving the discussion that we're having. Uh, I think in the coming days, if not weeks or months, we're going to see a lot more uh, tangible results that blockchain technology can bring. And Trondau really wants to be at the center of that, providing low fees, uh, easy transparency, fast transaction costs, and things of that matter. So really, really cool stuff there. And um, I guess we'll go into the closing remarks. So I'd love it if we could have Everybody from the Pundi team, we can start with Zach and then go all the way down to uh, Zahn. Uh, just give a closing remark, um, what they love about Tron, what they love about Pundi, and what they're excited about. And uh, we can kind of just keep it going from there. Yeah, thanks, Sam. And thank you to the Tron Dow team and Steven, Hunter, which we also met in Token 2049. So really thank you that we are doing this together. And for PundiX, is really on our sixth anniversary to continue our vision to really create crypto adoption to one day in every corner of the street to allow people to spend crypto as easy as buying a bottle of water. So that's our vision and we will continue building on top of it. Love it. And then Pico? And then we'll All go. Right. Um... Thank you for, uh, for this space. Uh, we are really honored to be there. And uh, I would like to shout out to, again, to the Tron team, really work very professionally to uh, make all of this happen. And Stephen Hunter, and also Augustine, and, and Shine, and uh, the team, they are really, really amazing. Um, the, you will see a lot of Tron uh, utilities on uh, Xpost, and then you will see a lot of the video on sites to share to be shared in the space. So really, really thank you for um, for the assistance, and we we look forward to more collaboration uh, with Chong. Thank you. 
Love it, love it. And Hakan? Uh, thank you, Sam, for inviting me. Uh, it was a, a great time having with you and the Tron team and uh, everybody listening. Uh, so, uh, actually, our vision is to uh, grow as much as we can do on the physical side, physical uh, cryptocurrency exchange sites. I believe one day, uh, uh, it will, uh, the physical side will be like foreign exchanges. You will see every uh, every corner, uh, the Pundex uh, cryptocurrency exchanges. Uh, this is my uh, vision and this is my aim to do that. Uh, thank you very much, guys, having us. And uh, I, uh, I hope we are going to meet again soon. Love it, love it. I'm sure we will. And then, uh, Zan, any closing remarks from you? Uh, guys, I would like to thank you all for having me. It was really, you know, insightful discussion with you all. And uh, as far as the expo... Uh, Pundix is concerned. I'm really enjoying the ride up till now, and I'm looking forward to see the RWA integrated into Xpos in coming days. Love it, love it. All right, and then Stephen, do you have any closing remarks? Um, you know, honestly, again, just to be honored to be here. Uh, the Pundix team has again. Please tweet the. Uh, the Pundi Six, um, the, the hashtag, they've been around for many years and they're still building. Um, you know, not many people or not many projects can continue to build through not one, but two bear markets. So I think resilience and and a, a great mission is really what what Pundi stands for. And I think why we have some synergies uh, at Tron. So really happy to be to be here and looking forward to the future. Love it, love it. Awesome. And then also we have Hunter here too. Hunter, if you have any... Uh, remarks that you want to add real quick before we close the space yeah i'm just gonna say pundi x team you guys are awesome sam you host amazing x spaces or twitter spaces uh usually i'm on these calls talking for forever but this was absolutely phenomenal i'm just i'm literally just sitting here drinking my coffee listening in to all the cool things you guys are saying about what pundi x is doing all over the world and it's powerful you guys are absolutely changing the world uh, if you're going to be in Turkey for Binance Blockchain Week, we're definitely going to be there in November. I am very, very excited to see what's to come. I think 2024 is going to be a very big year for Tron, for Pundix, and for everybody within the blockchain industry. Honestly, just keep up the good work. You guys rock. Love it, love it. And I love the the closing remarks that the Pundi team made about how they want to make crypto so accessible to where it's as easy as buying a bottle of water. So I really love that. Um, it's very much needed. But anyways, thank you all for tuning in. There is so much more we could have discussed, but you know we are in a time crunch, so we got to keep things moving, and we'll look to do more of this in the future. So make sure to give us a follow, give Kundi a follow, like, retweet uh, the space and the pin uh, pin tweet, and we'll keep things moving. But thank you all so much, and we will see you all next time.